Hello and welcome to the Stage Spot Podcast, a place where we talk to performers, creatives and fans about all things theatre. Hosted by Tim Talks Theatre's founder, Tim Todd. Hello and welcome to the Tim Talks Theatre Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be talking to the creatives of 30 and out who are just about to have their run at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Don't forget if you wanted to see the videos unedited you can go to patreon.com forward slash Tim Talks Theatre. My name is Becca, my pronouns are she they and I'm the producer of 30 and Out. Yeah, um, I'm Kit Sinclair, my pronouns are they, them, and I am the writer and performer of 30 and Out. Perfect. So, I got some, I was work, looking last night for questions, and some of them might seem a bit unusual, but I wanted something a bit different. And so, would you be able to tell us two truths and one lie about yourselves? Okay, yeah, two truths. Um, I was born in South Africa. Um, I have a very, very, very fluffy cat. And I hate cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I used to be a chef. I was born in America and I dislike dogs. That's brilliant, thank you. And would you be able to describe your show in 23 words? 23 so specific um 30 and out is a sexy painful hilarious portrayal of what it means to come out as a lesbian aged 30 it's great i think you may have added on the extra five not sure I was trying to I was trying to find some sort of different questions that were weren't sort of like your Perfect. usual and yeah, really fun. So um what are your sort of plans to get ticket sales? Sorry. So what the focus for tickets. For ticket sales, did you say? Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, so ticket sales, we're really focusing on um, like queer groups and the existing queer community in Edinburgh and Scotland. Um, I'm from Scotland, so trying to tap into those networks. But also we've been really lucky. We've had a sold out UK tour already um, of went to Brighton, London and Manchester. So we have a good amount of momentum lots of five-star reviews, some really fantastic press in Diva and Stonewall. So we've got 
a nice amount of momentum going into it and we're hoping that will carry through into ticket sales fingers that, crossed that, that's fantastic I, I do feel like we need more um, shows for the LGBT plus community because there just aren't that many yeah, and the ones that we do have are often, you know, telling a very limited story. So it's really nice to see different perspectives on the queer experience, I think. I think so many stories focus at the moment on kind of teenagers coming out. It's quite nice to have something that looks at well, what happens if you come out a bit later in life. Because um, from what we interviewed lesbians all over the country, and what's been really interesting is to find out that there isn't a... Uh, a more kind of obvious or usual age to come out so this show really kind of appeals I think to everyone there's something that everyone can relate to in it yeah yeah definitely it's the coming out journey is not easy like I came out about five years ago and I'm like 28 now it's not like I came out like I know loads of people who came out when they were like 16 or something yeah, yeah. everyone we spoke to says that they felt like they came out late which mm. I think is really interesting because obviously everything feels late because straight people don't have to come out yet so everything oh, feels late compared to that yeah and I think there is something kind of wonderful for anyone queer watching the show who has come out to relate and be like oh I really remember that or feeling like a teenager when I came out in my 20s or 30s or 40s and kind of getting it all wrong and it's really heartfelt and kind of painful but funny as well yeah. and it's just it's a really 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 great show it's really fun it's lovely yeah. <laughs> oh, de oh definitely yeah um what is the one thing that you'll you'll sort of miss when you're away from home in edinburgh <sighs> my cat i'm <laughs> really 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 gonna miss my cat every day i keep going can we just bring him please i don't know yeah <laughs> We'll be away for sort of nearly five weeks and um, I'm very attached to my cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think same. I think I'll miss, I'll miss the cat. Yeah, and also probably our flat, really, just... Yeah, yeah. But it's fine. We've got, we've got lovely, lovely space in Edinburgh. We've been very lucky to get a nice flat in Edinburgh, so we're just going to mm -hmm. try and make a new little home up there for a few weeks. Yeah. But I'm really Definitely. excited for the tap water. The water in Edinburgh tastes fantastic compared to the crap in London. <laughs> yeah, it's like down here in Kent, it's all really chalky and it's not the best. So aside performing, yeah. um, what, what are you sort of um, looking forward to do while you're in Edinburgh? I love the gardens, the botanical gardens in Edinburgh, really, really nice and really nice way to just kind of get away from it all. And oh, Edinburgh's just got some great coffee shops as well. And I'm a sucker for a good bougie coffee shop. So that's sort of what I'm looking forward to. I'm kind of taking myself out of the fringe for a bit. I'm the opposite. I've not done the fringe before. So I'm excited, maybe a bit naively excited to like throw myself into the fringe and really experience what it's like to have that many theatre people squished into one space. There'll <laughs> yeah. be a coffee shop or in the gardens. <laughs> yeah, de definitely. Um, so um, there's loads of like 
well-known shows now um, that have sort of done really well at the Fringe, then gone on to like the West End, on to Broadway, etc., etc. So um, I don't know the best way to say it. Out of those shows, do you know the shows I sort of mean, like Suits, the play that goes wrong, and all those sorts of things? It's just amazing, sort of, um, what you can get from the fringe or the atmosphere, the following, and then go on to it. It's incredible. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, that's always the goal, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, um, so if you took over programming for a venue at the fringe, what would your perfect lineup? be like for shows comedians um musicals or... good question that's a really really good question oh that's true i mean i like a mix of queer i probably will be a focus on queer stories mm -hmm. being both lesbians um i'd like a mix of kind of lesbian comedians but also some more like I said, like alternative perspectives on being queer. So there's a show that we looked at that looks at being queer and Asian and coming out to your family who are, who are Asian and what that looks like. There's different shows that look at kind of queerness, disability, which I think it would be really interesting to see all of, to be able to go to one venue and see, know that you're going to see queer theatre or queer shows, but know that you're going to see it from a different angle every time. Mm. I would definitely focus on queer and also accessibility led. So I would really want to ensure that most of the shows were captioned. That's something that our show is creatively captioned. That is the whole way through the run. The every, through. every show is captioned. Yeah. So I would I would focus on that. And in terms of actual like people, some of my dream lineup would probably be Richard Gadd. I think ugh, Richard Gadd's works amazing. Catherine Bohart, Chloe Petz in terms of comedians. Um, I'm not a huge musical fan, but six is pretty cool or like mincemeat operation mincemeat yeah um yeah i just think for me like really exciting theater uh it's kind of the work that brian kimmings does which kind of breaks form i think it would be a front runner in my lineup i mean brian kimmings was part of the inspiration for this show yeah. so i feel like watching this show feels a bit like the brian kimmings be, show yeah. well i was gonna say being inside an adhd mind yeah because it's been made by someone with adhd yeah and in that way that brian kimmings switches up the form every three minutes we've mm -hmm. got a show that like does that it's always mm -hmm. nice to see form form challenging work mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's great and um what what else are you sort of looking forward to like I don't know, this is sort of off the cuff. Um, like, what are you most excited about people that see your show that they get to experience sort of thing? Because... Well, I think um, what we've found is that whilst this is a show about lesbian identity, the audiences, all lots of audience members are coming away from it saying that they really got quite a lot from it, including straight audiences, including kind of gay male audiences, people whose stories aren't directly being represented. So I'm really excited to fill rooms with people who can 
go on that journey with us Mm -hmm. and then at the end of it feel really really moved and of course things like accessibility knowing that we've put the work in the captions are creative so they're embedded into the design of the show at some points you interact with them they kind of represent what's happening on stage and I think that's a really exciting thing for for a deaf audience member to be able to experience we designed it alongside a deaf access consultant who's amazing um so I th- yeah I, I think I'm excited for the accessibility and the relatability I think yeah I think I'm really one thing that's been so nice is that people are leading the show with a sense of community um so people are seeing themselves represented in the show but people are walking out and discussions are forming and people are reaching out to me after the show and it's been nice to be able to connect and make new friends and one thing that we talk and touch on in the show is that how difficult it is to find your own community within the LGBTQ world. Like sometimes it's quite hard to find friendships and I think this show does that. So I'm really looking forward to the conversations after the bar and talking to people and seeing what's hit them, what they've related to in the show. Oh, and one more thing. I'm really excited to put the conversation about lesbian identity and transphobes on stage and not shy away from it. Often the the label lesbian is used to exclude trans people and is weaponized as like a, a, by TERFs. And this show really does not shy away from saying that is not what lesbian identity is. We do not exclude. Mm. That is not what lesbian identity is ever been about. And like being the the rallyingness of like, we need to stand up for our trans siblings. Yeah. So I'm excited for that because that bit always gets me in the show and always gets me quite Mm -hmm. emotional. Oh, oh, definitely. It's just, it's so nice to have a show that is about inclusive, inclusivity and things like that, because there isn't that much about at all. It's just like, you see, like, on social media, there's still people being awful and homophobic, transphobic. It's so nice to see a show like yours. It's like, last year, they released Heartstopper and that was really close to my heart and there wasn't anything like that years ago it's just so nice but there's still a long way to go yeah there is such a long way to go and you know I think Heartstopper is brilliant but what I think this show does is it kind of looks at both the joy of coming out but also the pain and I think we've got this beautiful balance between that and kind of highlighting some of the shared trauma that we've had to experience, but also looking at the shared joy um, and yeah, putting putting women and non-binary people centre stage because that doesn't still doesn't really happen. Yeah, I know. I, I just feel like the theatre industry is really sort of male heavy, and in a way not inclusive to our community. Absolutely agree very much. Yeah, I think this really breaks down some of the stereotypes as well, like what's to kind of be expected of of gay people and it kind of shatters all of that. Um, And it's just, it's really, it's a really, really unique show. It's packed through poetry and like I said, interactive captions and movement and clowning. There's a ukulele. There is a ukulele. There's There's lots of good stuff in there, yeah. Uh, That's brilliant. Um, So, um, would you be able to... Hold on. 
why why should audience pick your show over any other show that I might have interviewed? Well, because we're at 12.45, so it's an excellent time that doesn't clash with a lot of things. <laughs> um, so it's nice and easy for a first show of the day. That's one. <laughs> I, will, I, I will, you know what, um, I, I will put my, I will, this is a bold statement, but I guarantee you will never have seen a show like this. There is something in it for everyone. Uh, it, every three minutes is something new. The form is groundbreaking. And yeah, I guarantee you will never have seen a show like it. And to quote one of the reviewers, you can't go away without being changed. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely brilliant. So um, I've started to do something that I admire from the podcast Diary of CEO, where what they do is say, at the end of the podcast, is say, um, Oscar is a previous guest asks a question. Ask a question that's been written down. Don't worry, these questions are all okay. So um, the question that I'm going to ask is um, what are you doing if you're not doing any flyering for advertising? Can you hear me still, the self interest? What we're doing, we are doing anything flyering. Um, we're doing social media adverts, mm -hmm. which I know is not accessible to everyone because it costs money. Um, we're tapping into the community structures that exist already yeah. in Edinburgh. So for us, it's the queer community. For other people, that might be the deaf and disabled community. I mean, that's also partly us as well. Um, use the infrastructure that's, uh, that use the infrastructures that are in place. There are community organizers already operating in Scotland. Um, speak to them, find them, speak to them, build connections. Yeah, and we're looking outside of well, we're looking at Glasgow as well and tapping into like groups that already exist there. Um, yeah, and I hope that that they'll come along. Yeah. Well, I, I I think your show sounds absolutely brilliant. Unfortunately, I'm busy, so I won't be able to see it. But best of luck for your run at the Edinburgh Fringe. Thank you so much. Um, thank you. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to the Stage Spot podcast. You can find Tim Talks Theatre on social media. We're on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube and Twitter, which is now called X. You can also visit our website, timtalkstheatre.co.uk or you can send me an email, timtalkstheatre at gmail.com.